0: You're listening to the
1: Forza Podcast with your host Marsh. Fans, it is the Forza Podcast. It is Sunday, July. What day is it? 25th. Is it the yeah. 25th? All right, yeah, Sunday, July 25th. We are 42 days away from Kane's football. Um, good to be back on the podcast. I am Marsh, and as always, I'm joined by my boy, my producer, and my co-host, Jordan Nelson. Jordan, hi, miss you.
0: I miss you more.
1: Yeah, how you been? (laughs) I'm good.
0: I'm good. It's, uh, yeah, I'm good. Hey, um, I just want to point out that uh, my favorite basketball player in the world, Rudy Gobert, Team USA to 80 points this morning 176 points to be exact
1: Bro, so. How embarrassing is that Team USA <laughs> dude, it's honestly, so, dude it's despicable uh, It's so exactly, embarrassing
0: I don't care about the French national team but I have that
1: Yeah I mean don't We can't talk about Gobert on this podcast because you'll get Ripped That's right People will come after you but dude We are we're like a month and a half away from football. Isn't that crazy? we I mean, fall camp starts on August sixth, and I'm sure um, we'll we'll do an episode before that, just kind of talking about the storylines, things like that. But like, it's it's here. Yeah. Like I'm like I, I am getting to that point in the off season. Oh my god, my dog just spilt my Powerade <laughs> all over my bed. <laughs> oh hell. Oh and just and just um for your guys information I'm doing this inter uh this episode holding my phone like I'm on a phone call because my dog spilled a drink that I won't name on the show on my laptop which broke and I can't get the speaker on my phone to work so I'm doing this episode like a phone call so that's fun but now I have red powerade all over my bed Well wow. yeah yeah, I don't even know why I bought Red Powerade, but, um, yeah. Can you feel it, man? It's football season.
0: Honestly, for whatever reason, maybe it's just because my personal life is stressed. Like, I don't feel it. Doesn't feel like football season yet, you know? Like, I'm too worried about adulting, you know, figuring out yeah. where I'm going to live for the next year. That uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I dude, I haven't. I I, I am just like so. I mean, I, 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 I keep up, you know, with the Canes and everything. But, like, besides recruiting, there's nothing going on right now yeah. except, like, players announcing the deals with, like, the NIL, which is awesome, by the way. I love it. I think it's awesome. Dude, did did Cam Harris get a Lamborghini? Did you see that?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I saw it, but I don't know anything about it.
1: <laughs> is that his? like?
0: I don't know. I'm I'm kind of shocked that he would get enough nil money to buy a Lamborghini, but yeah,
1: with within like a week.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could be though that a Lamborghini dealership like gave it to him to drive around. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know anything.
1: I, I I drive a Honda Accord, so. <laughs> yeah. But dude, and no, I dude, and also, um, Bryce Young, the quarterback for Alabama, that we'll be going up against soon. Yep. Go, pray for us, dude. Coach Saban. Said that he like Bryce Young is going to be making like upwards of like a million dollars. That's crazy. Which 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 means that like that kind of a deal, you are going to be like you'll be making more playing college football than some of the hurricanes in the past several years that have left college early, like and undrafted free agents and everything. Isn't that kind of strange? Yeah, it is. Um, but you know. I like
0: it a lot, personally. I think guys like De'Ara King, who, <clears throat> I mean, if we're honest, he's probably not going to get a great shot at the NFL. Um, you know, maybe... Some, at least at least playing
1: quarterback, probably not.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it, it typically doesn't work out very well for guys that switch to wide receiver either. You know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I hope he can figure it out. I'm not trying to write him off. I'm just saying, like, in all likelihood, you know, his his days of being a household name... Probably don't go much past college. Um,
1: yeah, and, and and yeah, we're not bashing on Tier King. It's just of course of the not. fact. I mean, Ryan Roberts, our our draft guy, he said the same thing. Yeah, and and uh,
0: but the the point I'm trying to make though is that like I'm glad that King gets to cash in because he deserves to, right? Like he is a game breaking player. He's he brings in a ton of money for the university for the sport. Um, he is. I mean, he is a household name. So. Like, you should be compensated for that. I'm really happy for him that, that he gets to in his last year.
1: Absolutely. And I, I can't remember who – I think someone said on Twitter, one of the players, that Dear King, he's faster now than before his injury. Interesting. Yeah, w- which would be which would be great because, I mean, I, I assume he's, he's – I don't know. Have you heard if he's, like, cleared for fall camp? I have I mean, not. I'm sure he will be, but yeah. – I, I keep forgetting that he's rehabbing. Yeah. Like, I, but, uh, I, 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 like, I forget that <laughs> he tore his yeah, ACL last year.
0: I saw everyone saying that Jake Garcia was going to start day one, though. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. No, no.
1: no. <laughs> then, you'll get, then you'll get the TVD fans mad. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sorry, it's actually TVD starting day one. Yeah. Bro, that is going – I am not excited. I mean, I'm excited, but I'm not – looking forward to the war that will go on but like in this fan base when jake and tyler battle for the starting job next year
0: well dude it was so terrible when it was like a three-way thing between jaron williams and cozy and tate oh that was so hashtag tate train for life i'm still on the tate train cozy hive (laughs) right Mm -hmm. dude did tate end up anywhere has he has he committed to play anywhere No. What's no, I
1: mean, I, I heard like I haven't, um, heard anything recently, but last, last time I checked, I, I, I heard like he may be going to UNLV, which I could see happening. He's from Vegas and yeah. he's, he's not going to get a shot at a, you know, a big school again. So, yeah. Well, if I were him, he
0: should only go to a place that, that like promises him the starter job, you know, cause clearly for whatever reason, he's struggling in a practice setting, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So he just needs to go to a program that will guarantee him the starting spot, and uh, you know, just let him work his magic and see if it translates to college. Mhm. Yeah. So. It oh, that was such a weird. But he needs to get on that, dude. Like fall camp is starting. Unless he's mm-hmm. not going to play this year and planning to do it next year. I,
1: I don't, dude. What a. I kind of feel bad for him just because like his college yeah, experience feel. has been so insane.
0: I definitely feel bad for him. And you know what the sad part is? Is if Urban Meyer would have stayed at Ohio State and he played quarterback there, he probably still would have gone, like he probably would have been the starting quarterback and led them to New Year's Six Bowls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: maybe not won a national championship or a Heisman, but I definitely think they still would have won 10 plus games a year with him at QB. Dude, Urban loved Tate. Yep.
1: Mm -hmm. Dude, that was such a, I think about that twenty nine. I was actually I was uh, I was telling you before this, but I was on a Zoom call with some Canes fans last night, and we were talking about the twenty nineteen season. Well, mm-hmm. that was the worst, most up and down, like just horrendous year ever as a Hurricanes fan. Like, cause it started. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm like going off on a tangent and just reminiscing, but like it started with like Manny Diaz being hired as head coach, and then the Danino era.
0: But remember, like, Dan- Manny's hiring was kind of weird at the time, too. It wasn't just like a normal hiring thing. It was kind of, like, dubious, you know. And now I'm not saying that we shouldn't have gotten Manny, but the whole thing was really weird. You know, Mark Rick leaving, and then, like, 80 hours later, Manny was head coach. You know, they Dude, didn't I, even I, interview anyone I, I think anyone they else.
1: announced it that th- – because I remember it was – the day before new year's eve i was driving to denver with my friends for to for new year's eve uh-huh. right before we lost service i saw on twitter like coach rick is leaving i'm like at the time i was like oh yes yeah <laughs> I was it like, was yay. time i you know was, i'm a definitely I'm a big
0: coach rick stan but uh when he stepped down i thought it was time
1: yeah the, the way that year ended like with the whole quarterback controversy with Rogier and Cozy, and then uh-huh. getting shellacked by Wisconsin, it was the offense was horrible. Yep. Um, but yeah, Rick left, and then a few hours later, Manny's hired, and that was quick. And then the whole that I think that was the first year of the transfer portal, uh-huh. and and so Tate comes and Brevin co- or not Brevin, but Bubba comes and Jalen Phillips comes. So every like, and then the season starts. Oh yeah. God. I hated and that do you so remember
0: much. that first Dan Enos drive against Florida?
1: Dude, I, I was dude. in the stands. I'm like, oh, my God, this is what I've been waiting for. Dude, like,
0: I was, I've been so patient. I was watching it sitting on a hotel room bed in Catalina. Just like I, I actually dipped out of my brother's wedding early to, see, <laughs> <laughs> to watch that game. <laughs> oh. I'm such a bad brother. Um, But, dude, just. I was so excited to see that drive, and then yeah, that was the best moment of the whole year. Yeah,
1: well, it was a field goal, in Florida, <laughs> dude. Oh, that drive! And it's it's funny, like how many people like talk about that opening drive because it <laughs> because it was so different from what we had seen. Yeah, and it, like we were, it was fast paced, and we literally did not see that for the rest of the season. Oh, I know. I remember
0: they threw a bubble screen to Brevin, like no huddle bubble screen to Brevin. And I just, I had to change my pants after. (laughs) And we never (laughs) saw it again. We never saw it again.
1: No, no. We just saw line up under center and play action screen and safety of good Lord. But anywho, this season is starting soon. Yeah. And and we're in the Lashley era again. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Year two of the
0: Lashley era, which underrated storyline. That could be a big deal. You know, like, uh, I mean, I'm referring to myself as well. You know, I was hard on the offense a little bit last year, even though I'm still happy with, uh, coach Lashley, but, you know, I think it's overlooked how little time the team got to spend together on the field preseason of last year due to COVID.
1: And I don't think people talk about that, that aspect enough, like to spring camp, mm-hmm. like it happened for a weekend. they, yeah. Yeah. There there like was no off-season training and things like that. And so and yeah, I, I we watched the first game together and um, I think we scored 31 on UAB. But you and I were both kind of unimpressed with yep. the offense. Um, but I mean, it, and the thing is. Uh, I love Rhett Lashley, like I think he's great, but I'm not ready to like I see people on Twitter saying, that this offense should average 40 points a game yeah and i think that is insane <laughs> 40 points a game yeah i I just don't see like if we could get like if we if we average 35 points a game that would be incredible
0: what were we last year 34 i don't know i'm on my phone
1: I, can't I think was 34 last year, but was it
0: 34? I think. So. Hold on, let me check.
1: But I, I mean, but the offense was just really, it, it was, it was up and down. Like I remember, yeah, like obviously, like down. the Louisville game and the Florida State game and the NC State game was good, but then I, like, we struggled against Virginia Tech. The, uh, the Virginia game we really struggled. So,
0: so let's see. When was this article posted? Oh, mid October. So that's only half the season halfway through the season we were averaging 33 points a game.
1: I think we I think we finished around 34. That that sounds about right, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just I think people are and I'm excited about this offense, but I think you and I are on the same boat. Like take for instance the offensive line. I think people are overhyping our offensive line.
0: For a sure. Lot. Absolutely. And you know, like I get I get that it's very experienced and we should improve, right? Um, The problem, though, is that we've had the same starting line. This will be about three years in a row where we've mostly had the same pieces, the same players, uh, the same contributors. And they were like 119th or something, and then they moved up to 90th last year. So that's significant improvement. Um, But, you know, what are we going to do, move up to 50 this year? Yeah, I
1: I mean, it's still not like...
0: And that's huge. I mean, imagine moving up. A third, you know, like, but but no, know.
1: like I, I, I think Zion Nelson, like he, he's obviously a very good left tackle, yeah. but, and Navon Donaldson coming back is going to be big. Um, but besides those two, like yeah. Corey Gaynor has been, is mid, like, yeah. let's be completely real. Um, you know, he's a, he's a good leader and a good captain yeah. of the, uh, good captain for the team, but yeah. he, I mean, he's an average center um dj Scafe apparently is the leader at at right tackle right now and i i yeah Yeah.
0: i i like that unit's experienced i like that we have some depth um you know i'm still confident in coach justice i just i do not think that that position group will be a strength for the team i think it will be solid um but i do not think by any means that we're going to get the hype of that 2017 Notre Dame offensive line. You know, like, yeah. we're not going to stifle a pass rush. It just might be that, you know, Derek King has some time
1: to make some plays. Yeah, exactly. And and so I just wanted to put that out there because um, someone came out with the rankings of the ACC offensive line. I think they put Miami at number four. And I saw people yeah. upset. And I'm like, guys, like... We- it, it, like, our offensive line, like like you said, it was still, like, in terms of, I think it was, like, sacks per game allowed or something yep. like that. 90th. We were, like, 90th. Yeah,
0: That's not and, good. And that's with an incredibly mobile quarterback. Like, yeah. how many spots? So, we moved up 30 spots between 19, uh, 19 and 20, right? Um, mm-hmm. 2019, 2020. How many of those spots are actually because of the Eric King and not because of good
1: line play? Like, that's what I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I hope Justice stays around for a long like uh, a few more years because I want to see what he can do with the players that he recruited. Yeah. He's been recruiting incredibly like the future
0: is bright. Offensive line is just not it's not going to be a group. of all. We're we're, we're just not
1: there yet. Like that. We're a premier offensive line team. Agreed. From where we were two years ago with the worst offensive line in the country, we've come you know leaps yeah. and bounds but yeah i think people we'll be peep the, pe- the problem with canes fans is that they just want to see instant like they just yeah. want to see like a complete 180
0: oh yeah like well and it's the hype culture too you know like there's like you have to be circling the wagons and and bragging about something you know mm-hmm. and uh the offensive line ain't it
1: <laughs> no yeah okay so um Sporting news, the the media outlet came out with their preseason rankings, and I think they came out today. And your our Miami hurricanes are number nineteen. Yep. what are your thoughts on that? I
0: think it's fair. Um, I think that is more like a um, not an accurate ranking of like we're the nineteenth best team in the in the country but I think it's probably closer to we'll probably finish around 19, right? Because the rankings aren't a true test of how good you actually are. Um, it just kind of reflects your performance against your schedule. And I, I like that. Yeah, like we we have a very, very, very easy schedule this year.
1: You know what? We we really do. Yeah. Like besides Alabama, which I, I sound, like why are we playing them? <laughs> I still don't understand that. But besides Alabama at UNC, uh-huh. like, those are the two – Like those are uh, like by far our two hardest games. You have NC State at home. That's probably going to be our third toughest. Florida State, you know, in Tallahassee, that could always, I people are saying that we're going to win by a lot. And it very well could happen, but you yeah. never know what could happen in these rivalry games. Yep. So – but no, we do – if this team – doesn't win nine games. I don't know. I don't know what I to do. I'm going to be upset
0: if we don't win 10 um, because here's, so last year I felt like we beat teams that we were better than, yeah. you know, and, and credit to Manny, like that is something that had been missing from Miami football for a long time. Right. We had an inability to beat teams that were worse than us consistently. Um, but Manny Diaz changed that last year. You know, we only lost three games, and we lost to three teams that were better than us, right? Yes. Um, you know, we only play two teams again that, you know, Alabama's definitely better than us. UNC, I think it's arguable. Um, they will have far and away the best player on the field, though, in Sam Howell. Um, you know, so I, I will just say that UNC is better than us, Okay. Because they're ranked or whatever, right? Like, we we should only lose two games. And if we don't, then that means we regressed. And we shouldn't regress because we brought back our whole team. Like, we need to do better.
1: Yeah. And people keep getting mad at me because I keep predicting eight and four. But I can't, I just can't get myself to say we're going ten and two or nine and three. Yeah. Like I, I'm just in the. I've been hurt too many times, man. Like,
0: <laughs> I, I'm,
1: I, like yeah. I'm sorry, like I can't. Yeah. I just I can't do it. I'm going I have to be honest.
0: I feel you. I I really do. I'm actually predicting ten and two, and that's. The oh standard. God. No, I am. Like I'm I'm predicting ten and two, but you know what? Like if we go eight and four, I'm gonna be pissed. Like, oh yeah. I I will be calling for fundamental changes in the program if we go eight and four. There's no room for it this year. Like, dude, we like this. This is the most experienced roster that Manny Diaz will ever coach ever. We have a seventh-year right tackle <laughs> on the line. I'm dead serious. Like, I he's know. Five years old.
1: Well, who, but Andy, but great. he may not. But freaking he. I, like we were just talking about it. He because Scaife apparently is leading that mm-hmm. that battle. Like that's that's where the experience doesn't really meet up with me because yeah, Jared Williams is a seventh year starting right tackle, but he like but he's yeah. not gonna start.
0: Yeah. Well but then you have a sixth year a sixth year starting quarterback, your lead receiver is a fifth year guy that played all five years. Um you know, like you just you just have to do it this year. I mean, is is Cam Harris, he's in his fifth year, isn't he? Or is it his fourth? this is his fourth. Okay. But but you get what I'm saying though is like because of covid, we have like fully matured grown men
1: that are your age all across the roster. Yeah. Like that's cr- is, that's crazy that I could be playing for the hurricanes right now.
0: Yeah, there is no excuse. You know, and not every team is like that. We're returning way more talent than most teams. You know? So I don't want to hear any arguments that like every team has that it's like we're still returning more talent than yeah. just about anybody
1: well and, uh, and, and and the thing is like i say eight and four but this team is more than capable of winning 10 games yeah like there's no reason like if we go eight and four I, if if my prediction is right i will be livid yeah
0: i'll be mad too and we'll need some changes because you know looking ahead to the way that our roster will be constructed like I I feel like twenty twenty-two is going to be a pretty rough season. Um yeah. and, and I know that, you know, eight and four, Manny is not getting fired in the offseason. There's no way. Um, however, I do think that it will set the stage for a very inexperienced twenty twenty-two team to go like seven and five, and then that's when we show Manny the
1: door. Yeah, I think like this is because next year is going to be somewhat of a rebuilding year because, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to have a start like a true starting quarterback. Yep. Uh, you know, we're, we'll, we're, we'll be losing Harley and probably Mallory and Cam and Harris and perhaps Bubba, Rambo. Yeah, Rambo, Bubba Bolden, and, um,
0: uh, Zion and Navon
1: and Nesta. Yes. and uh ivy and blake
0: yep and probably tyreek stevenson if he's <laughs> holy good.
1: shit we are in trouble next year <laughs> dude, that's what i'm saying i've been saying it all off season i
0: was like dude 2022 is going to be horrible so like we i just no thought excuses. of that oh my gosh yeah there's no excuses for manny diaz to not win 10 games get us to a new year's six bowl and just show out because you know what if he doesn't this I think people have misunderstood me. Because I've said a few times in the offseason, if Manny does not get us to New Year's Six Bowl or to the ACC championship game, that he's essentially putting one of the final nails in his coffin. And it's because of that, right? I am yeah. if if he does not get some type of achievement or accomplishment to hang his hat on this season, it's going to be really rough waters the next year. And he will have no reason to make his case. You know what I mean? Like
1: Yeah, well and and yeah, if he struggles this year, then next year, like it is going to be a must win. Like he is on the hot seat and he's not gonna have a team capable of delivering what people are expecting.
0: Yep, because then we'll say, Hey dude, you went you only lost two games two years ago and now you've just lost five in the regular season. And then, you know, if he can say, hey, but that Orange Bowl berth, then we're like, oh, yeah, okay, that was our first one a long time. So, you know what I mean? But yeah if he doesn't get that this year, then he can't say that. <sighs> then he'll just be like, hey, but remember, we almost came back against Oklahoma State. I, you know what?
1: I, I'm very – I contradict myself a lot because I say that people need to stop rushing Manny Diaz's rebuild of Miami. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, like, I think you just said it perfectly, perfectly, like he, like his team right now, like it's his third year, like, and, and he has a team that is set up to win 10 games this year. Like it, 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 it's his, I'm now I'm nervous and I'm stressing and I'm (laughs) angry. Because I because I've been we've been down this road so many times where yeah like like I ugh. why are we playing Alabama week one <laughs>
0: dude the the coaching staff just needs to separate that from the rest of the season kind of like the Orange Bowl boys talked about that with the Clemson game last year and I think it applies even better this year um you know for obvious reasons it's Alabama right. Then it's the yeah. first week of the season, you know, so like chances are we get our teeth kicked in pretty hard. Um, the coaching staff just really needs to do some damage control after that and just be like, look, you know, like that's behind us. Now let's go 11 and zero.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: you know, because, I
1: mean, it, because if we lose to Alabama, our goal of winning the coastal and, you know, making it to a near six uh, bowl game is not dead.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, we could still go undefeated in the ACC. Mm-hmm. We could still, you know, because because really, you lose to Alabama week one, your playoff chances are still
1: very much alive. Uh, dude, and I, and I'm not even thinking about playoff chances. Yeah, yeah like dude, I'm, I'm I'm literally like, I just want to to win the coastal. Yeah. Like I and I because um that that top twenty five poll has UNC at fourteen. And I think UNC is very good, and we were talking about this. And I think people are underselling UNC, but also yeah. look at them last year; like they lost to Florida State. Yep. Like UNC could be a team that could drop a few.
0: Yeah, <sighs> they could also be a team that actually wins the ACC and gets into the playoff, though.
1: Yeah, it, I think this is because we also forget Trevor's gone at Clemson. Yeah, I mean and- DJ DJ is a hell. A hell oh, of absolutely. a quarterback.
0: He's, he's like a freaking tank, dude. He's a, I don't know, like he's a battle
1: axe. Bro, I, so I, uh, I updated my rosters on NCAA 14 and I've just been playing with different schools and I'm, I'm playing with Clemson right now and DJ's really good. Or maybe oh, I'm I, just I, really good.
0: I mean, he's like, what, six foot eight or something, like 240 pounds with a rocket arm. Yeah, I think he's six 250. Oh my gosh.
1: He's just a monster of a man.
0: He's but, like, Ben Roethlisberger, except for in good shape.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Big Ben! Um, but yeah, dude. Ugh. Did you and, see and that? We, and and, there, and you cannot have a slip up before the UNC game. You cannot. Yeah, absolutely not. I'm trying absolutely to. Not. I'm I'm pulling up the schedule and seeing who we like, play before um, UNC. I know be- we 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 play App State week two, Michigan State week three, Central Connecticut. Week four, um, and then uh, at home against Virginia. Okay, and then we then it's uh, UNC. So four yeah. straight home games after Alabama for UNC. If you don't go four and zero in that stretch, we're in trouble, man. We then you then we have problems.
0: Yeah, because if you're coming out of that UNC game and you are three and three, oh yeah. Because, you know, because if we drop, let's say, Michigan State or NC State, um, which I think is, you know, like, we should win those games. I'm going to, like, I will pick us to win those games. But I think it's not unreasonable to to think that there's a chance we lose. We'd be 3-3, three and three, man, if we lost to UNC. <sighs> that would be bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, dude, we know how this Hurricanes team and, you know, well, this Hurricanes program for the last 20 years has responded to that kind of adversity.
1: Not well. Not well at all, man. Yeah. So, I mean, if we do lose to Alabama, I'm not saying that we will. I mean, I, I think we will. But, um, like, they have to, like, have a meeting or something after that game and say, hey, guys that is not going to, like, determine our season. Yep. Like, you cannot – you cannot beat yourselves down just because you lost to Alabama and, like, the whole season's gone. Because so many times in the past, one loss turns into, like, a shit season when that season could have ended up very, you know, differently. Dude, I like, one of our first episodes we did on this podcast – um, one of the first episodes we did on this podcast, uh, the first time that Kaya came on, uh-huh. um, Brad was talking about his freshman year. They went into the Florida State game like six and three or seven and three or something like that. And they yeah. lost to Florida State. And they like after that, they lost like three straight.
0: Yeah. Dude, that that became a trend is that yeah. like every time we lost, especially to Florida State, it would be a three game skid after.
1: Yeah, dude. Rick's first year, yep. we 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 came into that game like five and zero, lose to Florida State, and then we lost like four straight. And then yep. Rick's final year, we lose to Virginia, and then we lose four straight after that. Yep. And and this is why, I know people like to like, they like to call me negative. I don't <laughs> know why, but and I'm not negative, but you guys just have to like. understand where we're coming from
0: yeah you know maybe i'm I'm just shooting from the hip here maybe it's that hype culture man because you know maybe once the first time you lose you're getting all hype we're gonna beat florida state whatever and then you lose and then it's like oh i was clearly delusional right and then there's nothing left in the tank like there's no grind to it you know
1: yeah dude you're just depleted
0: yeah it's the season shouldn't be hype it should be it should be like ready for a grind you know
1: Yeah bro dude i mean freaking the UNC game last year just took it out of me Oh well, like, I like really i went from, from i went from sky high yeah to in the shitter and you and i i feel like we're depressed about the canes for the next 2 months <laughs> Yeah like we were we like we were so bitter Yeah every well, like every episode we did we were just we were angry. Yeah. And, well, and, uh, and honestly, like, I'm still, I'm still recovering.
0: Yep. And, you know, people were not happy with me because I didn't think we should play the game anyways.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I predicted that we were going to win that game and win big. Yeah. <laughs> I really I said that on this podcast.
0: I can't remember exactly what my prediction was, but I I think I called it a toss-up, but I did not feel very good about the game at all.
1: I was so confident heading into that game. Yeah. Fool, I'm such a fool.
0: <laughs> I either <laughs> predicted a loss or a toss-up, but I did not – I mean, there's a reason why I wanted to skip the game. Why I, want, I felt like it was in the best interest of the program to not play.
1: Yeah. Uh I just remember sitting at in in the stadium with our boy AB.
0: <laughs> hey, and I'm
1: and I'm coming and I was coming off my pregame drunk. Yeah, and my pregame buzz, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, my God, we, we this is really happening. And the yeah. funny thing is, Blake James was sitting like right behind us. Nice. And I'm like, you bastard, <laughs> you speaking did this. Of, speaking of AB, let's give him a
0: plug really quick. We we yeah. haven't been very good. at So great guy. And uh, you guys probably know him from Stickers by AB. Make sure you're checking them out. He's uh, he's been posting uh, some some cool shirts lately, man. Bro, he's got some fire. Yeah, fire. merch so, great guy, good friend of both of us. Um, one of my favorite people that I've met in the last two years. So yeah. make sure you're supporting him. He's he's a, a one of the best parts of Canes fam. So absolutely,
1: check him out. dude. Yeah, um which my next question are you which games are you going to this year if if you are going to a game well
0: i so i i had some changes of plans so i was planning on doing the michigan state game um and then when i tried to pitch that to my wife it turned into a disney world trip instead <laughs> so oh so that didn't go very well um and now I'm trying to buy a house right now. So, oh,
1: okay. So we may well, have to wait till 2022.
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to do what I can. I'm, I'm going to try to make it <laughs> in November, but, uh, I've, you know. Disney, hey, uh, zippity-doo-dah. Yeah, I mean, I won't even be – I wouldn't have even been married a year by the time I was going to go to South Florida by myself and, <laughs> and go see a Canes game and drop a few thousand dollars on the whole experience. And yeah. Uh, you know, my hey, wife happy,
1: is just, hey, happiest place on earth.
0: I know. My wife is just like, Yeah, take me to Disney World instead. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay I will. <laughs> all right.
1: All right, honey. <laughs> yeah. So um, okay, so yeah, the the rankings came out. Another thing I want to talk about. Um, so State of the U, the website I write for. Someone wrote, I'm gonna see who wrote this article. I've been bad at writing articles lately. I'm just mm. I'm so tired and honestly I don't know what to write about. Can we
0: get your boss on soon, Cam? Yeah, hell he's yeah! A good guy. He's a good guy, and he's a voice that I very much respect. His opinion, like he's I, brilliant. I love Cam. Yeah,
1: I yeah. Cam is a very good man. Hell yeah, we can get him on. Um, yeah. oh, my, dude, our boy Roe from yep. the OBB wrote this article. I haven't read it yet, but the title is um, so obviously everyone knows that the that Texas is trying or someone is trying to get the gesture of the horns down for Texas yep. outlawed or something like that, which I ridiculous in my opinion, yeah. but Roe wrote an article saying, does the ACC need to ban the you down
0: taunt? Uh-huh. So I don't know what Rose said. Um, so, you know, I certainly wouldn't want my opinion to contradict what he has to say or whatever. Right. Like uh, Roe's one of the good guys in Kane's Twitter, you know, so, very much a lot of love and respect towards him. But I I think that's, I don't know. I think it's a terrible idea. I don't see any problem with it. I mean, do it's I? Not,
1: it's not a big deal.
0: Do I get pissed when I see the clip of Marquise Williams doing that to us? Yeah, it gets me fired up. Like, I want to run through a wall. And, you know, I wish I was playing linebacker on that team, right? Because <laughs> um, it just, you know, but I think it's harmless. It's yeah. harmless. It's part of it's part of the game. It's part of competition. I don't see anything wrong with it,
1: bro. It, it's never, it's never like like even the Marquez uh, Marquise Williams thing. Like I'm like ah, oh, we were getting our ass kicked anyway. Like
0: yeah,
1: what are who, I it,
0: it, <sighs> I hate it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like it, there's nothing that pisses me off more than seeing that happen when we're losing. Um, but like, I don't know, man. Like I feel like that's extremely soft to want so to get It's so
1: soft and the fact that texas like who like try like it's texas like yeah like you'd think that th- like they're the anti like cancel cult- culture yeah um right. and like they're getting pissed off because they do horns down oh yep. boo frickety who right like what are you going to like i i just don't think it's a big deal and then <laughs> I think a month ago, Wesley Besaint was doing his visit at FSU, and he had a picture uh, doing the upside-down you. I'm sure you saw that.
0: Yeah. Well, dude. Yeah. yeah Obvi- I, did I mean, that.
1: obviously, it wasn't his idea.
0: Yeah. Is there any update on him? I I mean, is he going to end up committing here? I saw you got a crystal ball.
1: I, I I think it's our battle to lose right now.
0: Really? That's good yeah, to hear. Yeah,
1: I'd be pretty – um, confident about Wesley the Saints. Also, hear that we're still the leader with Shamar Stewart, Ooh. which is crazy to me. Yeah. Like that is like I I would have never I the, the, if we got him in this class, I'd be incredible. But it, anyway, like when Wesley did that, it pissed a lot of people off, and I came yeah. out and said, I I like it's not a big deal to me. Like yeah, obviously it wasn't his idea he's not a, a hurricane hater yeah and so well, like why would he like by himself do that but in fact like i it just didn't bother me and people were outraged they're yeah. like oh we don't want this kid anymore and i'm like grow the hell up <laughs> you are a grown-ass man saying that yeah well, it's just never like
0: i kind of had know. a wait and see attitude you know it was like i was waiting for him to speak out yeah because i mean he's 17 right like did I, I dude, I, I look back on some of the things that I said to people as a 17 year old and I'm like, why was I such an idiot? <laughs> you know like did I totally lack awareness and empathy for other people at that point? you know yeah, dude uh, I yeah,
1: I, I, I look back at some of the pictures I posted when I was in high school. I'm like, yeah. my God.
0: yeah. So I don't know once, once he kind of said like, hey, no hard feelings, like it was kind of a high pressure situation, then it was, you know, all good. You know what I mean? But um, I don't know. I, I have no problem with him. I I think we need him. You know? Hell, hell I, yeah, I we like need him. Just got a, some people were kind of grumpy with me because I made a joke about our linebacker recruiting after that three-star kid committed. Um, which, Justin Medlock? Yeah, I haven't watched his film. I've heard he's actually really good. I just made a joke about our linebacker recruiting, and I think people thought I was talking specifically about this kid. Uh, Justin Medlock, and it was very not personal.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, I was just like, "Hey, a three-star linebacker, you know, on paper, that's a great fit for us, or whatever." You know, <laughs> Wait, like,
1: I didn't see that. I, oh yeah. like, that's like people need to understand our humor. Yeah, like I, like I'm so sarcastic, and and yeah. people still don't realize that. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> you know, I people just want to say what they want to say, right? Because like. You know, then people are like, "Hey, but this kid's good." It's not about stars, but then a lot of those same people are like telling me about blue chip ratio and stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, which is it? and, and the fact matter. of the
1: matter is, stars matter.
0: Yeah, they if, do. If,
1: if stars didn't matter, then I, and then
0: I, I, I feel like the ranking system's getting more and more accurate as time goes on too, just because Absolutely. of just because of media exposure. You know, like dude, back in. Like, 1996, when Ray Lewis was an unranked recruit? It's, dude, like... Yeah. Nobody... Like, how do you how do you know that Ray Lewis exists with no internet? I mean, you know, maybe I'm just naive to how the world worked before it, but, you know... No, and, like, well,
1: and people always want to bring up the... Oh, the Ed Reed was a two-star. I'm like, that was in 1996. Yeah. Like, you, do you realize how much, like recruiting has changed and exposure has changed like it's not this that was damn near that was more than 20 years ago like it's it's just a different game and but yeah obviously stars matter if if they like why do you think alabama and oklahoma ohio state clemson they're in the playoff every year
0: yeah i agree like the best
1: player like Obviously you're going to get some players that I mean Zion Nelson he, he's a, he was a two star recruit and now he very well could be a first round draft pick. Like yep. there are there are many cases where you know lower ranked players defy the odds and you yeah. know kick ass but the overwhelming or like the you know what I'm saying?
0: Yes, I do. I rankings are getting more and more accurate as time goes on.
1: Yeah, absolutely absolutely. But our recruiting class I Let me start off I mean you guys have heard me say this I hate recruiting <laughs> Like Jordan and I we're not recruiting guys Yeah I, I just can't keep up with it It's just it's too much And there's an edit being dropped every two minutes And yep. And and these kids ain't loyal man <laughs> I uh, Like these fans act like these kids Owe them something Yeah And yep. they ugh. And it's just so. It, I was talking about this last night on a Zoom. Like, I could not imagine. Like, if I was like a four or five star recruit, yeah. like, and like having to deal with not only like, uh, like, um, writers like on 247 Sports, like all those websites reaching out to you constantly, but also like on social media, like being tagged and like talked yeah. about, con- like, and you're 16, 17 years old, that would be hell. Oh, yeah,
0: for sure. Like that it'd would be horrible. Yeah. It'd be rough. Yeah. Like I Dude, like that, looking back
1: on it now, I feel so bad that I did like that. I did the Garcia to the U thing because that was the most annoying. Th- I, even I found that annoying. Yeah. I feel <laughs> you. <yeah. laughs> but I mean, we got him. But like, whatever. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I. After Garcia I, wins a Heisman for us, are are they going to build a statue of you? They're gonna build a statue. They're they're going to uh, freeze frame my gif when I'm jumping into the pool, and yeah. they're gonna build a statue like with my snapback and everything.
0: I've always, I've always noticed that, dude. You you jumped onto the pool vacuum. Did that I, hurt, dude? I,
1: what, I I never noticed that until you brought that up.
0: Yeah, cause like I mean I jumped, jumped
1: right into it.
0: Yeah, because like my parents have a pool, and like that it's hard plastic. Like it does not feel good to hit that pool vacuum when you jump in.
1: I just remember it was in December. And it was, in the water was cold as hell. <laughs> and I, I, I like my hoodie was ruined. Yeah. So Jake, you like you better, you better deliver. <laughs> or you owe Damn. me eighty dollars. Or you owe me, you owe me a new hoodie from H and M. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, recruiting. I, I mean, people were worried about this class, but I think it's starting to heat up now. We got since we recorded this, uh, I be at a. Uh, actually committed the day after we recorded our last uh and you know, episode. Credit
0: to Manny. I know I, I'm typically a uh, a guy that like preaches caution on the coaching staff. But credit to Manny, I actually wasn't very worried about this class because Manny has done a very solid job recruiting since he's, yeah. since he's been the head coach.
1: Yeah. I, I I I kept telling people, I'm like, guys like it's it's a long time before early signing day.
0: Yeah. And you know, I, I have issues with the way that we had recruited corner. Um, I know that that's changing a little bit in this class, um, and the linebacker position really, really desperately needs some blue chip guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but know, dude,
1: look at dude, look at our our cornerback recruiting right now. So yeah. Kamari Rogers and Chris Graves, and then Traquan Fagans, who is a, a top fifteen cornerback in this class. He is taking his visit to Miami next weekend, and I think he's committing on yep. the twenty eighth or something like that. Yep. And if, if three, four-star quarterbacks in one cycle, and we're not, and it's not the season hasn't even started yet. Hey. Like I feel like I'm living in a in a fantasy land.
0: Yep. All all you can do to that is give a tip of the cat a tip of the cap to the coaching staff. You know, like bro, T Rob. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a guy that needs to double down on my takes when I'm proved wrong, right? Like I've been complaining about cornerback recruiting for a year and a half now, and you know what? If they fix it with this class, then I'm happy. That's all yeah. I want. All I want is for the team to be good. Yeah. So, and yeah.
1: and if if like this class because I feel like we have a lot of depth on the offensive side of the ball for the future. Yeah, agree. Um, like the last few classes we we really took care of like quarterbacks and running back yeah. receivers. Now we need to do the same thing on defense. Yeah. I mean, we started last year with uh obviously with our safety room and then we got Leonard Taylor, but now you gotta add those cornerbacks. You have to add yep. a Wesley Bus Yeah, and then if you can get Shamar Stewart, ooh
0: Yep. And we need to keep going at D tackle too. I mean, Leonard yeah. Taylor is definitely like a tent pole type of recruit, you know, like like I'm not trying to take away from him because he's a legit five star guy that could, you know, be a program changer, um, but like find a great dude to pair pair him with, you know, like don't stop there because we've really struggled at defensive tackle since uh Jared Gerald Willis left.
1: Bro, Daniel Lyons from Homestead, yeah. he is the guy. If like okay. Gabby Urrutia, like I, I think he actually talked about it on this show, like he uh-huh. is really big on him, and so. I, I th- we, he he's a must get.
0: Um, hey, if Gabby says it, that's
1: good enough for me, man. Exactly, I trust Gabby, and so absolutely, Brian. Get to get these like get Shamar. I don't think we're gonna get Nigel E Kelly, but I think he's going to Clemson. Mm-hmm. You got to get a few more and just load up on defense, man.
0: Yeah,
1: <sighs> Dude, we're gonna lose a lot of talent after this year, man. But also. Which of the guys from the 2021 class are going to step up next year? Um, I think James Williams does.
0: Yeah, I think now that... Oh, we didn't even talk about Avante Williams, man.
1: Uh, Yeah. Dude, that's just a... That's just a sad situation.
0: Yeah. You just got to be smarter than that, man. <laughs> like, Yeah.
1: Like, if it's you're just... A- it's just unfortunate, man, and and like the fact that he's like twenty years old, yeah, and that happened. Yep, it's just crazy, like how quickly like things can change. Like yeah. a week ago, we we're talking like that Avante is going to be the next great safety at Miami, and now, like w- he, he could. Can- I'm not gonna go into like.
0: I mean, he's not even on
1: the team, yeah. Yeah, what he's gonna be charged with or anything like that, but like his life was just altered.
0: Yeah, dude, you just you gotta be smart in that, man. Like, who knows what happened? Who knows? You know what was going on between him and his girl? But dude, like you just you just can't can't manhandle a
1: pregnant woman. You know, (laughs) like bro, you can't. Yeah, you can do that. That's that is uh that is just a very sad situation yeah for sure but you know what next guy up maybe i mean get i think that'll um
0: james williams yeah yeah,
1: cam kitchens i think we could see those guys um
0: yeah i was maybe
1: maybe even Keyshawn washington
0: yeah yeah i was i was talking to ab on the phone the other day actually and we were talking about uh just the avante situation and i said like Thank goodness we were, you know, because Avante had neck issues, right? So I think the coaching staff was kind of approaching the recruiting classes like Avante may or may not ever play here. And thank goodness that we did that because we got Cam Kitchens, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that looks brilliant now in retrospect.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, And maybe, you know, who knows, like maybe this can open up a door to go harder at Kamari Wilson yeah who is my favorite player in this recruiting class um yeah that's that's a shitty that's uh, that made me very like upset when i read that yeah just (laughs) very upsetting um dude someone brought up
0: our track record with five star recruits is so bad like even the ones that we land like dude, it,
1: they, was Avante wasn't a five star, was he?
0: Was he not? I thought he I was. I don't
1: th- I I I think he was he was the number one safety in his class, but I think okay. he was a four star.
0: Okay. But I mean just think think about our track record, dude. Like think about the five star kids that we have had come through here. Like we're not shooting a very high percentage on those kids working out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. I mean Chad Thomas was like solid, you know. But that's it's kind of yeah.
1: yeah. I I forgot Chad Thomas was a five star. Yeah. I mean Duke Johnson. Yeah, Duke was great. Duke was um, great. Um, and but then like even who's that back, tight
0: end from Texas? That Elijah was, Arroyo. No, we we had a tight end from Texas that was like an elite athlete um he committed here and then he ended up never even playing college football D1 I don't know Ugh, I can't think of his name right now but but yeah, yeah we I mean Willie Williams back yeah. in the
1: day and then
0: Chantrell he, Henderson he yeah. was he was solid but you know kind of a Chad <laughs> Thomas like
1: Kyle Wright
0: yeah
1: I mean how many five stars were in that 2008 recruiting class alone
0: who's the kid that transferred to Kansas State uh robert marv no he's like the number one linebacker or something played here for a year and then transferred to kansas state
1: oh i know who you're talking about oh what's his name yeah who the hell was that i know (laughs) who you're talking about
0: yeah i don't know man
1: tracy howard
0: (laughs) yeah oh geez that's dude we're we're struggling to recall the names of the five-star kids that we landed that i mean even
1: tate martell
0: yeah, there you go.
1: Hey, but no, Jalen Phillips, we 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 were good with that.
0: Yeah, dude, I love Jalen. I he's great. I'm very. I, happy I was with so Greg wrong Russo about him. The
1: Bills. Dude, he proved me wrong, and I and I
0: am so happy. Uh, dude, that that is one, like that's that's one that I get to take a victory lap on. I'm so uh, you know, I mean, obviously it's it's just guesswork at that point, right? <laughs> but uh, that's that's the time that I guessed correctly. So. I'm definitely gonna pat myself on the back for that one forever. So yeah, I was wrong. Sweater. I was wrong
1: about that, and and then I was also wrong about D. Wiggins having a big year last year.
0: Oh, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> dark days for our podcast because we were both all about it.
1: <laughs> he's gonna have a thousand yards. Oh yeah, dude, I was
0: all about it. I was like, of course, <laughs> I was, of course, he's gonna have a thousand yards. Yeah,
1: dude, yeah, the Lashley offense, he's gonna catch eight passes a game. Yeah. Like he's the next deep ball threat at Miami. He's the next yeah. big thing. I think he – he, he didn't even crack like 400 yards. Dude, I,
0: I was so overly confident about that. I probably would have put money on it. I was like, yeah, of course. Why would he not go for 1,000 yards? That's, it's ridiculous that you don't think he would. Yeah. What, what are you, a <laughs> hater? You think I'm an idiot. You're the one that <laughs>
1: <But>. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, How right. dare you insult me? <laughs> oh, the D. But we were bit. We we did get it right on Gilbert Frierson.
0: That's true. That's our boy. Yeah, dude. He very well could be the best player on our defense this year. I I, th- actually,
1: I, th- I think he already is. Yeah, I think odds are high. Um, I I th- I, th- I think like Tyreek Stevenson yeah. is going to become the the best player on our defense. Yeah,
0: I th- I think between Bubba Gill and Tyreek Stevenson, one of those three will be the best player on our defense. Um. But, you know, I think I think currently, as is, Frierson is the best right now. But that yeah. could change. But I only think it would change to Bubba or Tyreek.
1: Yeah. I, 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 Gilbert will be here next year, most likely. So that's good.
0: Yeah, unless he shows out. But he's kind of a tweener, though. I, I wonder if having to play the... Striker position is going to make it harder to transition to the NFL because it's kind of a tweener role, you know.
1: Well, what did what did Isaiah Simmons play at Clemson? Everything. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what we're gonna do with James Williams, honestly. Yeah. We better not screw that up. Yeah. I hope. I will. was I was talking about that with Kane's fans last time. Like, if we screw up the development of James Williams and Leonard Taylor, there will be hell to pay. Yeah. Oh god. It's almost the season, man. Yep. We're almost there. Okay. What else do we anything else we got to go over?
0: Uh, I can't think of anything. I got to pee really bad. So Okay. All right. Well, hey, yeah.
1: next episode before fall camp, we're going to we're going to go over fall camp, just kind of preview offense and defense. And then, just like last year, we're going to get into like the game by game predictions, so hold cool. on to your hats and button up your cargo shorts. Let's get nuts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> Let's get All next. right, Kay, right, we'll talk to you guys later. Go Canes.
0: Go Canes. This has
1: been the Forza Podcast. Remember to like and leave a comment to help our podcast grow. Follow me on Twitter at Hurricanes Marsh.